Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Reaction pod, a very positive reaction pod, and I just want to start actually. I'm Rory Fallow by saying my prediction on the preview pod 100% correct. I said it would be 1 0 to Sunderland, and we're reacting to Sunderland FC 1 Ipswich 0. Rory Fallow, as I said, joined as ever by Matthew Keelan. Hi, feeling very positive, Matthew. Yeah, I got my prediction wrong. Yeah, but still, lovely circumstances to get a prediction wrong. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, happy with it. Can't be, can't be not happy with it. Well, yeah. Most of us here. Unless you put your mortgage on it. And as, as ever as well, John, I might have lost. Tom Flanagan for me. Well, agree. And special guest as well. We have the opposition view today as well, lads. We've got Alex, Ipswich Town fan. Alex, relatively speaking, how are you doing? <laughs> I've seen worse. I've seen better. But, yeah. <laughs> well, very much a game of two halves, lads. I'm sure we can all agree. Alex, I think, start with, with yourself. Ipswich came out first half, looking very strong and arguably should have been 1-0 up at half-time. Uh, yeah, I know. Going in at half-time, we all kind of looked at each other like that needed a goal or two. Um, but I think that's kind of summed up Ipswich over the last few games. is just that clinic, being clinical in front of goals just not really there. Um, so there's always a worry when you're going into that second half without that goal lead. It's like, it, it, it's going to change. And it did quite massively. And after the first 10 minutes, it's like, I can't see us getting back into this now. Was it, was it one of them where you went in at half-time and you thought, oh dear, like we haven't like made the most... Because like, we've several times, like we've, we were talking just before about when under Jack Ross in particular, we've gone 1-0 up, we played really, really well and thought when the spell's gone and it's been like... Ah, like you know what you knew what was going to happen. Was it sort of like you felt at half time that you'd missed your opportunity, or were you expecting to come out again and like play it in exactly the same way? Yeah, no, uh, definitely. Um, I think as soon as the whistle went, I saw like next to my mates going, This is brilliant. Like, fan- oh, I've never seen him play like this before. This is, you know, fantastic. And then five, ten minutes later, it's like, uh, Actually, no, we've missed something here. We- we're not going to recreate this. Um, and Lambert managers kind of said quite a few times in the past like we we're not a team that's going to dominate for 90 minutes you know that, that just doesn't happen in football if you get a 45 minutes where you're going to dominate you need to get a few goals behind you so you kind of go in expectation we're not going to do as well which means we're probably not going to be scoring and yeah we didn't and didn't even look close to scoring really well, aside from that Mick that second half performance just considering how we were all texting each other in the group chat at half time I don't think we saw that coming, did we? How, the, straight away, within a minute, we looked like a different team, didn't we? And let's give credit to Phil Parkinson, because exactly what you were saying, Matthew, about you know, those, what, what happened under Jack Ross. We seem to do the reverse under Parkinson to an extent. Let's think of the Milton Keynes-Dons game a few weeks ago. 
it's just full credit to the manager to do for that. Oh, of course. Um, I still think it's quite atypical of Sunderland under Parkson as well, Mike, to come out so strongly in the first half after such a poor first half because I feel as if under Parkinson the feature of our game has been come out really strongly at the start of the game play with an intensity have a high press which we did against Lincoln and Wickham and executed it brilliantly and even MK Dons we still had a couple of chances in the first half we should have got in 1-0 up at half time probably in that game on the balance of play but like you say the second half was completely transformed the way we played we played with a good intensity a good energy and we've hit the post of the second half through Gooch and obviously Charlie White should follow it up and score we've hit the did we hit the crossbar as well yeah barely right hit the crossbar barely right hit the crossbar which was unfortunate so given the chance that we created I was absolutely over the moon when we scored because it was absolutely the least our performance deserved and there was some really good individual performance wasn't there Matthew like George Dobson played really well I thought I think he struggled a bit first off. I think that's Smith's opinion as well again in, in the group chat but second half he was really good and you know, Chris Maguire he's just always there isn't he like whenever Chris Maguire might and actually Alex I'd be interested like as, as an opposition fan view as well but first of all, Matthew, you just can't write Chris Maguire off ever, can you? No. For, even the man who likes writing players off. I've not. No. I wouldn't write. I'm not going to write Chris Maguire off. Come on, never. Like he, he loves it, doesn't he? Like that get, Like that goal was in from the moment it was laid off to him. Like what a strike it was as well. And he absolutely lives for things like this. He's a right dick, isn't he? Right? Yeah. It's absolutely know, good. Like, you Alex, must hear Yeah, him. Alex, as, as an opposition fan, like I always think like Maguire's probably like kind of in that Robbie Savage mold of like, oh I hate him, but if he was playing for us, I would love him. Like you watch him celebrating the goal, and you must think, God, he's a wanker. But like, oh god, like fair play at the same I don't know. No, no, that was a, it was a great goal. Uh, and yeah, like you said, you saw the layoff right dead center in front of goal and I saw sat shouting no 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 about three seconds before he took the shot and it went in um, but yeah no, it was a beautiful goal and sort of glared at him as he sort of celebrated dived in swan dive into the corner flag everyone jumped on top of him it's just like oh, oh. it was a really good goal I can't hate you for that it was, it was nice I think, I, think, I think we made you suffer enough by having to like, describe the goal there um, one little oddity in the game as well how does everyone feel about the back pass as well? Like, I thought that was just... I thought interception. That's not a back pass, is it? No, I thought it was a tackle, really. And also, he booked him. Do you get booked for back pass? You get, I think if you give a back pass, you have to book him. Harsh. Not only that, I think a better piece of refereeing there is if you warn the goalkeeper that it's a back pass before he picks it up rather than let him guess. I think if, yeah, you, if you're yeah, a stronger yeah. referee... Make him guess it's really funny, you make him. But no, I mean, I just thought to myself, after that incident, I thought we put a lot into this second half, we played really well, created chances, and now if he's going to score from something that wasn't a, that should not have been given, it would have really encapsulated the way that referees have been recently. Was, was there appeal for that in the away end, for a back pass at all? Or was it a bit of a surprise, Ali? Um, as in, did I see it? See the back pass? Did, 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 did you think it was going to be given, or was it a bit of a, oh... He's, he's given a back pass here. Like. I think I was just a bit stumped because it definitely, from our end, I mean, quite the opposite end of the side of the stadium, but from our end, it definitely looked like a... <laughs> it, the darts has just started in here, apparently. <laughs> but yeah, no, from our end, it definitely looked like a back pass. It was when he scooped the pick up, it was like, hang on. And then it paused, and you're like, that happens. I, I can't remember the last time I was in a game and I saw that happen. Yeah. It, it was... 
Yeah. It's been a long time since I've seen the back pass given. Yeah. Can you remember Simon Mignolet? And that, that's how long it was for Simon Mignolet giving it. Because Larson like tried to play the ball back and and like he tried to like play it back but like looped in against Everton, I think, like what, two thousand Decanio was manager for us, that's how long it was. Two thousand thirteen or something, but yeah, very odd, but back to more of of the game, you mentioned at the start, Mickey, Tom Flanagan for you. I thought him and Jordan Willis today, absolutely fantastic, especially second half where, again, let's go back to what Parkinson must have said to them at half-time. He just let them off the shackles a little bit, didn't they? Willis was flying forward, Flanagan doing similar, but the tackle Flanagan made from, um, apologies, Alex, you might be a shed light on, on this, about 88 minutes where one of your players went through and... Tom Flanagan made a challenge going down down the right hand side. Jackson, I think Caden Jackson. Then, Jackson. Yeah. yeah, really great challenge from Tom Flanagan, wasn't it? It was. It was one of them. I know it's a bit of a cliche, but I think I did almost celebrate that like a goal when, when he made the tackle, and that's one of those three points for it being so late in the game. It's, it's just one of them. You're just kind of waiting for the not necessarily for the net the balls, but you're waiting for someone to get a shot away, and then the ball just goes away from absolutely superb tackle because you've got a time that to like. Yeah. inch perfect hasn't it because if you don't it's a penalty and I just thought Flanagan was absolutely excellent throughout he did what he had to do his distribution was fine but I, I love the freedom that Jordan Willis has now in this free at the back role now it's being utilised properly again he was getting forwards really well and at times he was like overlapping the wingers never mind the kind of midfielders when they got the ball so it's just great to see the shackles being thrown off him and he's also really good in the air and he's just a, as negative a complete set and a half as I think you'll find in League One Jordan Willis Exactly what you say, like at this level especially, he's, he's easy one of the best centre-halves in the division and look at the division now, that win has put us above Ipswich as well, sorry Alex, um, it puts us up to sixth um, behind Portsmouth with a game to play, behind, and we've got games, I think we've got two games, I, might, I had a quick look at the league table, um, just looking at it now, so we're two points behind Portsmouth with a game in hand, three points behind Coventry with a game in hand and playing Coventry very soon. We've got two games in hand on Peterborough. Oh, sorry, yes. Sorry, Potter played 28, we played 20, played 29. But Peterborough, we've played two games less than. And we're only four points behind. And Peterborough third. Wickham, we are five points behind. Game in hand. You're looking at that, Matthew, aren't you? It's looking like automatic promotion, especially after a big win, a big, potentially seminal win like that. It's on the cards, isn't it? I think I think it is. Uh, I think with the Roch, is it Rochdale on Tuesday? I think it, if you go and win that game in a similar vein to what we did against Lincoln and Wickham, then it, then yeah, like you've got Oxford who seem to have faltered. Like recently, you've got them on Saturday. I think the next three games, if you can get seven points from them, yeah, absolutely. Like it's well within, well within, and it's not not out of Ipswich's like thinking either. Like not like. Yeah, they probably level on. I think we level on points. So like one, one point, I one think. Point. One point ahead of us now, I think. So are you? What's your feelings, Alex, on automatic promotion for yourselves as well? It's oh, it's difficult. I uh, ten games into the season, we were running away with the league. Yeah. You know, I was going into work telling my friends like, oh, you know, the only two undefeated teams in the division or in the English league is Liverpool and Ipswich Town. Sounds very much like us last season. <laughs> well, You're not in the checker trade final by any chance, and then it all comes crumbling down. <laughs> yeah, then the winter hits, and it's a winter of despair, and like, oh no. It's, um, the interesting thing about this league, like, there's lots of teams that have gone on runs, but no one's just run away with it. Like, over Christmas, it was Wickham, and Wickham were like storming it, and then they faltered. 
Um, and now Rotherham are storming it and I'm kind of waiting for them maybe next couple of months but they started to hit a rough patch so it, it's going to be massively tight um, and I think you know coming to the last day of the season the team that's sixth could end up seconds you never know but yeah I agree well, we play Rotherham last game of the season so. <laughs> That's a big one. Yeah, I'm kind of just hoping that could be a, a nice day where we we both like need maybe a win to win the league, and we just have to like. Whoop. Even if that happened, we finished tenth, <laughs> yeah, like South End last season. Like everyone just mortal. Um, oh, great fun that though. But it just feels, doesn't it, quite big that win, doesn't it, Mitty? And like Matthew was saying, we we go into that Rochdale game. Like let's not take anything for granted, but. If you want to go up automatically, you need to win that game and you need to win it convincingly. And it'll take the pressure off the Oxford game and four points out of those next two, absolutely fine. Maybe playing a bit of catch-up, so yeah, maybe you do need to, be a bit more, to do a bit more, but that just gives you such a boost, doesn't it? It was absolutely vital we got the win today, particularly after the disappointing display against Doncaster and then obviously the defeat and poor performance against Pompey. It was absolutely vital because Ipswich is symbolic in more than one way. Not only have we got the three points, but Ipswich, it's a its a fixture which really belongs in the championship, isn't it? it even, even though Wickham were top of the league when we beat them, it's still Wickham. I know that sounds a bit disrespectful, but you still don't get the same buzz, do you, when you come out of a game and you've beaten a Wickham or a Shrewsbury or somebody like that. Well, it would be nice if it could be Shrewsbury, wouldn't it? But, but that would be serious, so it's... It, as I say, it's an absolutely vital way, and I think um, the performance as well, second half, was um, excellent, really, and it was what we deserved. And now, like as you say, if you beat Rochdale, suddenly things are looking up again. If we're drawing that game today, I think people would have not been turning on the manager or the players or anything, especially the way we played, but it would have been very frustrating when you go to the Rochdale game with everything stacked against you, and that would have been a lot of pressure. So I'm just really pleased with a win, but we've now got to go and back it up and um, get the win against Rochdale, and then ideally go to Oxford and win. Yeah. And I just hope Phil Parkinson's gone back in the manager's office today, looked at his Manager of the Month trophy on the wall, poured himself a little glass of whiskey, feed him on the table and just gone, fucking yeah, they were doubting me. And kicked it off the table with his feet and smashed it. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, me trophy, man. He's definitely, bro- he's definitely broken a curse there, isn't he? It's always that case. Manager of the month, you're always going to lose the next game. And when we were riding on that, that always happens to Ipswich. We're like, go on, it's got to go in our favour for once. And no, no, it didn't. <laughs> kind of, I'm not going to lie, Alex. I'm very glad it didn't go in your favour today. But things are very much sucking up. We've got a big game against Rochdale. And let's just have one final word for a lovely performance from Kyle Lafferty. Just coming on and just, like, just bullying his way through. Doing really well for the goal. You love that, don't you? He's good, isn't he, though? Like, he's, like, he's really good. <laughs> like, he's just really good. Like, he's, like, cl- like really classy. Like, he's, he's, he's a level above this. And he, and he is, like, a bit of a shit as well. Like, he was, like, the centre... Uh, it was the centre-half who was wearing the mask for, for Ipswich Alley. Yeah, they had a bit, of a, a bit of a shopping match, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Um, like, Lafferty, like, he... Lafferty sees that and he's just, like, he loves that, doesn't he? Like... Yeah, just like Maguire. Exactly. He is. Now, you'll probably see them tonight in Newcastle. But... <laughs> yeah. On that as well, I might have to begrudgingly praise Phil Parkinson's substitutions. No, he did. He got it right. Yeah. Which is, I mean, again, I'm kind of praised him in hindsight because when he made the subs, I thought he left it too late again and they weren't potentially the subs I'd have made. But actually, Charlie White, I thought, played a lot better than having Lafferty up front with him. 
I think, as I say, White grew into the game. And um, yeah, Lafferty obviously lovely little layoff touchdown for Chris McGuire's goal. So fair play to Parkinson. Yeah, me, Abram, and uh, Craig of Wiseman Say podcast um, walking back. Um, after the game, and we said we said the same thing about wondering had he left it too late. I would have. I was thinking half time. Let's give it ten minutes and have Lafferty on. But Wyke sort of like with the rest of the team playing better with the likes of like Dobson pushing on a little bit more, looked a bit more comfortable. And then when you saw Lafferty, won't you? Like, well, so it's obviously going to be it's obviously going to be Wyke coming on, but it worked really well the two of them. And I think the more I think about that result the more praise goes to the manager today and I know it's what we started with but I don't think it can be emphasised enough and I'm just feeling quite positive now he must make some changes for the game against Watchdale on Tuesday well let's worry about that later Mickey that's for Monday's podcast that's for the dad's podcast man I do have one gripe though I'm concerned that the rugby's on the television that's why we have renditions of Sweet Caroline and all that nonsense because the pubs have infiltrated by Tories well before they start like pissing and shitting in pint glass and making their mates drink them we'll wrap we'll wrap it up there um, thanks for listening back on Monday there's still tickets available for Oxford for the Redden pre-show um, thing so yeah make sure you there's only about 20-15 tickets that's that nice etc etc yeah from the terraces um, oh we don't have to plug the peacock that's already happened it's happened earlier so if you went great thanks nice time but get your tickets wisemansay.co.uk and thanks for Alex very graciously for coming on as well hopefully thanks much having me and not shoving it in my face so much so I was expecting a lot worse we would never do that we would have if you weren't here but, like we are usually very abusive to the opposition on the reaction pod because we had a few beers but we're, we're, it's usually like Wickham or something like most of them in this division so thank you guys for coming on and thanks for listening onwards to Rochdale